The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. Hey, what's up, Creepers? We're back. This is Chris Chavez on night number eight. Tonight's the eighth, right? Yeah, Tuesday the eighth. Uh, number, it's a, night eight of 31 Days of Creeps. Chugging along here. Um, I want to start off by saying immediately that this movie tonight, I really, really liked. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Until something towards the end happens and it totally pulled me out of the film. Have you guys ever seen a movie like that? Like you're watching a movie and it's really good. It's pretty decent. Um, You're enjoying it, you know, and then like towards the end or something happens some at some point in the film that makes you go, what the fuck? Are you kidding? Did you really have to do this? And then it ruins the film for you. That's how I feel about this. And I don't want to say it ruins it because it was it was still overall it was an enjoyable film. It was just the one moment. Oh my god. We'll get into it. I'm going to try not to spoil too much, but I got I went back listening to some of the other episodes aside from when I quickly edit them and throw them up. And I realized I literally speed through uh, my thoughts on these films. It's like I go from one to the other to the other like I'm on freaking crack cocaine. You would think I was coming off of uh, a binger. Yeah. Got to calm that shit down. Anyway, we're getting into this film tonight. The movie that I watched uh, is a film called Headcount. All right, we got everyone? How many of us are there? Welcome. Two. Uh, two, four, six. Wait, hold on. You're, uh, you're missing somebody. Have you been feeling off or different lately it was like i was a passenger in my own body there's something strange going on here So according to Rotten Tomatoes, the movie info, newcomer Evan joins a group of teens on a getaway in Joshua Tree. While exchanging ghost stories around the campfire, Evan reads aloud a mysterious chant from an internet site. From that moment, someone or something is among them. As unsettling, inexplicable events become more frequent, Evan realizes this summoned shape-shifting creature is targeting them to fulfill a deadly ritual. So here's the deal. 
um, the base story is that the kid, this kid, Evan, is actually going out to Joshua Tree to hang out with his older brother. He hasn't seen him in a long time. His older brother's kind of like a hippie, you know, meditating kind of guy. Um, he goes out to hang out with him, and on their first day kind of hanging out in the desert, they come across this group of, of, of kids, or, you know, I would say kids. They're college-age kids. Uh, they come across this group, and Evan becomes enamored with one of the girls there. And, you know, they, they befriend him and he kind of hangs out with them for a while and they, in, you know, invite him to come hang out, you know, with them at, at a house that they have rented out in the middle of the desert. And uh, his older brother's just like, yeah, go ahead, go for it. I don't want to stand between you and a possible, you know, fun, flirtatious relationship here. Go have a good time. Just hit me up later on and I'll come get you or we'll hang out tomorrow. So he goes and he hangs out with them and exactly what the info says you know, they tell the ghost stories. And as soon as he does this little chant thing or whatever, you do notice there's certain things throughout the film, the rest of the way, these little things start to happen. Um, and they call it head count because this thing is a shape shifter. So there are scenes throughout this movie where you'll be interacting with these characters. And then one of the characters will break away and go into another room and find that, other, you know, one of the kids who was just previously in the room with them hanging out is in this room. Uh, basically in two places at once, and it's impossible. That's when start pe- uh, people start thinking something weird's going on here. So let's get into the movie. Cinematography, the film looked good. Um, it's very well shot. It's got gorgeous scenery, obviously, out in Joshua Tree, out west in the desert. And it's funny. It's funny how, like, for, for as barren as the desert is, how gorgeous it is for a landscape. It's It's... A lot of the shots were were beautiful, you know, desert shots. Um, when they hang out at the house that they rented, you know, there's a lot of sw- uh, 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 there's a lot of really nice um, camera work. The way it moves throughout the house and follows characters while there's a party going on, you know, the the setting itself was really nice. So overall, the cinematography in this film it's it's done pretty. It was done well, you know. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, soundtrack and score it was. You know, it was it was something you it would it's it's nothing to write home about. Not to say that it was bad, but it wasn't amazing. It, it fit the film. You know, um, when it t- comes time to build tension and do that kind the kind of music you need to you know to creep people out, it's it's there. You know, it's not missing, and it wasn't jarring. It wasn't weird or off putting like some of the past films I've watched. Uh, this one, the, the score was decent and it matched pretty well. Um, <clears throat> Acting was real. I see. I enjoyed the acting. I thought all of these actors were uh, and actresses did a, a great job. Um, they helped tell the story and, and move the narrative along. A lot of the things I talk about when I talk about acting is is always kind of tied in with the writing because with if if I have characters who are who have dialogue that feel clunky or unnatural, uh, a lot of times that can come from the writing and not just the delivery by the actors. So the writing really complemented these actors and they were able to deliver lines and deliver dialogue where it felt natural. The interactions with each other felt natural. It didn't feel like a bunch of, you know, indie actors that just got together and have no chemistry. So you're supposed to believe that they've been friends for a while, yet it comes across like they just met yesterday. Um, this was definitely not it. You could tell this group of friends that he kind of comes across. They feel like they've been a tight, you know, knit group of friends. They all know each other well. Uh, they have these moments where they kind of pick at each other and mess around, and it, and it fits. It doesn't feel forced. So the acting is actually pretty good. In the moments of terror, you know, when people are freaking out and scared, it's completely believable. Doesn't look like somebody's overreacting in certain spots. 
Yeah, overall the acting was it was done well, and and that, so then the writing comes in, and the writing is actually cool. It's a cool story. It's a simple story. Um, you know, this kid kind of gets mixed up with all of these other kids and ends up in this weird, this weird kind of thing that starts to happen to him. Um, and it's almost kind of like that tale because there's a point later on where the brother comes out and is like, Hey, I thought you were here to hang out with me. And he's like, no, I'm going to hang out with these people. Uh, and so later on, there's this moment of like, you should have hung out with your brother. You know what I mean? Like this, it's, 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 uh, a lesson building kind of a thing. So, so the characters and like the stories is, is told really well. It's not, you know, it's not choppy. It doesn't leave you going, you know, what's happening. You know, exactly what's happening. You can follow the story along. <sighs> I don't know where I would choose to to put this, but there's a, a a choice in this movie that happens that just totally, like I said, it totally takes me out. I remember when I watched the Star Wars film, I forget which one, the name of it now. God, there's too many of them, right? But the, one of the newer ones, the one where Princess Leia was floating in space and all of a sudden there was this like kind of Superman moment where she should have been dead and then the sun you know, hits her and all of a sudden she floats towards the ship. Uh, when something like that happens, something that's just completely like, wait, what? Are you being serious? It can ruin a film for me. It really can. And in this mo- movie, there's a moment that happens that is cl- almost close to saying, nah, this movie was garbage. It's when they decide they want to show you what this shapeshifter looks like. So the shapeshifter throughout this movie you see as the characters in the movie because you don't know when it's it's this thing or not. But there's a moment towards the end when they see it out in the desert that it decides it wants to show what it looks like and they should not have done this i'm telling you right now and i'm not trying to ruin it for you you can go watch the movie and check it out but when this happens the cg quality of 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 the the quality of this work is just it's so subpar that it really brought this movie down in my eyes it really did so that's going to bring me to the creepometer. Creepometer, this would have been solid four, 4.0 on a five scale, maybe a 4.25 because it was creepy. It built suspense. There were different times where it was that kind of like what's happening, this weird, like psychologically kind of paranormal thing happening. And you're like, what the hell? Um, and so it's all, all of that. All these things are here, right? Plus that kind of enclosed feeling of when you're you're at a house party out in the middle of nowhere and there's something outside and everyone's freaking out on the inside. Like it's great when the whole thing goes down towards the end and you see this thing, you know, what, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it, but when you see this, some of the stuff go down at the end, um, it's great. This would have been a 4.25. Then that other shit happened and just took me out of it completely. So much so that we're dropping this, dropping this a whole point. This is only a 3.0. Um, it's still entertaining. It's still a pretty decent, creepy film. But, damn it, don't do shit like that, man. Who made that call? I want to know who made that call because I want to say don't do that. Everything else you had going for this film was great. You know, showing characters in the distance that are you can barely make out are standing there. Um, showing, you know, how some of these people start acting weird and you start to notice, wait, that could be the shapeshifter. Um, all of this works, right? All of these kind of long tension building things where there's like a can't, the camera is just focused on one spot and kind of sits there for a little bit while the music's just kind of building. And there's this anxiety that builds up. All of that's good. You know, the confusion as to what's happening when things start to go down. Great. Subpar CG, 
not so good. And it's enough to really just kind of just like I literally vocally, I literally said out loud as it happened. I was like, oh, come on. Why did you do that? Like, I couldn't believe it. So headcount gets a 3.0 in my case, but it's still decent, guys. Check it out. See what you think. That's night eight for the 31 Days of Creeps. I'm Chris Chavez. I'm turning it down for what? Um, listen, if you guys want to stick around, you're more than welcome to sit around and tell ghost stories, but I'm out of here. Lock the doors on your way out. Make sure you close the windows. Do not, do not, I repeat, do not read chants off the internet. But as always, stay creepy. <laughs>